0: So if you're 30 years old and you're not making as much money as you want, well, here's the three things you should be investing. That's so funny. What's going through your head to like, just keep rocking up? Oh yeah, nah, he'll pay me, he'll pay me. They would send photos from like underneath of like their balls. Fuck. Well, what happened next? Cause like the shit that I've heard, like it's still going on now. So I'm freaking out. I'm like there crying, like crying to my missus. Like, I remember like being on the edge of the, I'm like, I'm done. My life's ruined. I'm going to jail. When did all like the um, red flags start to appear? We played
1: ping pong most of the fucking time. Probably four
0: hours a day, every day we're playing ping pong. What else, what other stories you got before we fucking wrap this up? We
1: kept playing ping pong, bro.
0: Really, all I wanted to do was have an excuse to dress up as a mozzie and buy some (laughs) croc. Uh, If there's like one thing you could have changed or done differently in your journey, in in business career, what would you have changed? Nothing. Ordered Uber Eats three times that day and literally didn't get out of bed. So what did you respond back to that? My name is Russell Brand. Hello, guys. Gary Vee. What's up, my guys? Uh, Alex, from Ozzy. Aussie. This is Life, Money and Love. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so yeah, this is the Halloween special of Life, Money and Love. Honestly, I don't know what the fuck the plan is with this. We're going to plan some Halloween shit out, some good topics. It's going to be Halloween Horror Story, so we're going to share uh, some uh, funny and crazy or the most uh, challenging moments we've had in business or with our careers. And I guess that'll still come up a bit, um, but we have no plan, so we're just going to chat about whatever. Obviously, as you can see, we're all dressed up as some of our favourite content creators. We've got uh, Russell Brand. Hello, guys. Uh, Gary V, obviously. What's up, my guys? And, uh, and uh, Alex from Aussie, without being jacked. Um, so yeah, fuck it. Let's just see where it goes. It's going to be something different. Just want to have some fun. Really, all I wanted to do was have an excuse to dress up as a Mozzie and buy some Crocs. So <laughs> the outfit is complete. Hey, there In case we you go. can't see. Um, but yeah, let's talk about, cause there's some funny stuff that you guys have, uh, had gone through in business. Um, one employer that we, we won't call out any, any people and name any names, but you got some funny stories, uh, yeah. got some funny stories from that place and I've probably got some thinking back from... From all the jobs i've had as well we want to keep it's kind of related to to what the podcast is like so we'll keep them mainly business and career uh focused and stuff but whatever comes up fuck it we'll just have fun for the next bit but um how did you guys actually start working at that place who worked who worked at that place me, first you me, or, or Joe? I was first. sorry I was. russell or gary uh
1: me, yeah me was i was russell. first <laughs> yeah <laughs> bro, it was literally just a normal ad mm. I needed the job applied it was
0: where do you, where was it? Seek or in LinkedIn? Oh, indeed, I think. Indeed, that's indeed. what you know, bro. You, uh, if you would know when, it's so like, this is the, if you do a LinkedIn ad, you get the best. Seek, oh, a bit iffy, indeed.
1: The worst. The worst. Like worst. Well, that makes sense. Because so. it's the
0: cheapest to run the ads on, I think.
1: Yeah, probably. Well, knowing him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was there, bro. I started there. I worked there for literally two years mm. and then when COVID struck, yeah, that's when something else came to um, came to fruition and then Joe joined.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I was working at the gym, so I was working at Crunch at
0: the time, and then
2: the company owner. Um,
1: yeah, uh, let's just call
0: him something. Let's just. Let's just. Call, let's just fucking Dave. Dave. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Dave.
2: Dave. Dave came and, um, yeah, told me. So he was a member of the gym, and he said, "Oh, uh, I own." Sorry he said I'm a carpet layer so I was like oh yeah cool yeah. And yeah, yeah. we were talking anyway and then sounds the
0: like a bit of a sexual innuendo <laughs> <laughs> it
2: probably could have been but and then he said then the, like a week later we're talking and he said oh um what are you doing like do you want to come and work for me I said well I'm not a carpet layer so no I don't <laughs> um and he said no no I own I own a company we I own like a a gym equipment company and then I came in and he, he said oh look I've got um there's a guy working there. His name's Yusuf. Um, did you know Yui yet? No. This is before, and this was his introduction of Yui to me. He said, "Hey, I know Yusuf. Um, I've got a guy. His name's Yusuf. He's wanting to buy a house soon." What? Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I only that, found that out the other that day. That was that was my first. Issue, so I was like, okay. He said <laughs> that to
0: you when introducing Yui.
2: Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Because he mm. was like, he's young, mm. type of thing. Like he's successful. I think that's what he was trying to get at. And anyway, so they had. A, is it because? Did you ever mention to him that you done real estate?
0: No, how did you meet this guy
2: from the gym? At the gym because I worked, I worked, uh, yeah, at the gym at the time. Um, and then Yui, we had a shoot. It was with, oh, I'm not going to say who it was, but we we had this like, what was it like a workout? Yeah, a little you can say work. what it's home fucking in fitness.
0: Videos. It was like a, a gym equipment. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, I
2: wasn't yeah. going to say who fucking it was thousands it. of those. <laughs> so it's
1: all good. Yeah, um, it was home workout videos. Yeah, lockdown like and stuff.
2: A workout thing. So then I came in and then that's when I met, that's when I met Yui. And then from there, I was talking with him and then not Yui. So like the business owner, Dave, and then, um, Dave, I got a that job there. Strong. I forget
0: the guy's actual name
1: anyway. So anyway oh. Um, it's fucking embedded in my mind,
2: but, um, <laughs> yeah. And then we started that it was in COVID. We weren't meant to go in. Yeah. Like we were not meant like, we weren't really meant to like, it was out of my LGA, it was out of your LGA. Mm. We just all went in and worked in the office. So then, yeah, that's how we met.
1: No, I didn't go. It was only him.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we w- we didn't break those. Uh, up. We didn't do
1: Sorry, that. Sorry, yes, you're right. No, we all stayed home. It was Gary V and yeah. Uh, but when Russell
0: did Brando all the like? That's a bit of backstory. When did all like the um red flags start to appear?
1: What was the first one? The first one would have been the stupid decision to buy a, a specific car.
0: That's the f- that was only the first red flag. or oh, there was a f- there was a few. Mm. First, so.
2: It started off with a bang. Like, because it was peak COVID, Dave had a, uh, one company, then started a fitness company, which was completely different. It was just that he couldn't get equipment, so he was like, oh, I'm going to start equipment. Mm. So then um, that was sort of, like, completely different. So all these people in the office are, like, designers and, like, interior designs and stuff. They don't do gym equipment. So then when we came in, I came in to do the ads, running Facebook, I think it was only Facebook from memory. Yeah, and at this time, peak COVID, obviously. Um,
0: anyone could have sold gym equipment then.
2: Anyone could have sold gym equipment and advertising. It was like right when CPMS really dropped. Yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah. Picked up. Yeah. So we were getting like it started with a bang. I came in running like sh-
0: really shit ads. Like yeah. They were like the. Do you remember what the ads were?
2: Oh, like the media buying was fine. Was yeah, no, yeah, no like the cr- it was like the creatives yeah. were.
1: Like, oh, we didn't have any equipment. We didn't have any equipment. It was literally months, just photoshopped we had no shit. <laughs> like,
2: it was literally just carousels of photoshopped equipment, but everyone needed the equipment, so
0: we like, did didn't even have real photos. Could you get them off? Like, was it from China?
1: Eventually, like a couple weeks in, we got like pallet photos, and you can see them on them, and we started running. Did we run those
2: photos? Yeah, it was like photos that the, the, the supplier had taken on their phone of like wow. it on a pallet that so but we were running that we were getting a 10 rowers mm. and <laughs> we we're getting a 10 rowers spending a thousand dollars a day so we were doing like so really really well we had an open day um all these people came up to pick their equipment half the people there was issues because oh
0: so they had to pick up their own equipment well
1: only had to start yeah like it was like an open day thing like oh come meet the team come get your equipment okay so, to make it look like oh we're real we're how actual. many customers
0: do you reckon came that day
1: probably a hundred yeah wow, fuck, he's had 100 customers. Yeah, it was throughout the whole day. People were just coming wow. in, dropping by.
2: Yeah, It was quite a few. Like, it was a big day. And we did, like, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, all of this was really, really fun. Mm, yeah, like, no, we yeah. enjoyed it. It was really fun. And, like, we learned a lot. Um, And then, yeah, there was that open day. There was issues because people were like, oh, I'm expecting this, but we don't have this equipment. And there was, like, sort of issues. But it, he's really good with people, mm. Dave. Like, he's really good, like um that was that was his biggest strength like building relationships with people like mm. that was what he did really well so
1: that was fine. and that day by the way was the first day we ever saw the equipment too when the equipment rocked yeah, up there right. it was a surprise for everybody like if this this could have been like fucking bullshit stuff right yeah, how, long sent it, how long in advance did it
0: did the equipment arrive at your like
1: that
2: morning it was there we, it the came on day. the pa- on, on
0: the truck the it morning that everyone was meant to come Yes And bro uh. We just
1: kept the equipment there At that guy's shop For like Yeah <laughs> Bro A couple of weeks bro And the bro's like What the fuck is going on Like Wait whose shop The guy that we that So Who sold the car to Dave Yeah He has a shop That sells Vehicles and stuff So we use that shop As our open day
0: Oh so this wasn't in Alexandria At your office Yeah, yeah. It was in office, Alexandria But not in the office Ah oh, okay
1: Yeah And so we got it
2: that day. And, like, so that was a nightmare.
0: That's already so risky, bro, to plan a launch day of anything the day your stock's meant to arrive. How many fucking times have we had stock? It it gets delayed more often than not half the time. Even if it's a day, two days, a week. I would never, ever plan a go-live or event or a launch the day that I'm told stock's going to arrive.
1: He was a very, very ballsy type of person that, Dave, i tell you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was just, like the thing was and it wasn't just like everyone in COVID, Mm. everyone wanted gym equipment so there was all these brands popping up Mm. and making making a lot of money it was just that then it was impossible like you didn't have equipment even like big brands at the time that were doing well uh, prior were still struggling If you weren't doing your own manufacturing there's one company alpha fit in queensland does their own most of their manufacturing i'm sure they did okay Mm. everyone else that wasn't doing their manufacturing yeah we're all struggling
0: yeah yeah, exactly
2: um but yeah so it was that was sort of the start of it that's how we met we 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 came close quite quick Mm. like we dressed the same we got the same name like yeah yeah we got on um And then, yeah, that was sort of Gary and
1: Russell's. Pretty different. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. yeah. pretty different.
0: But what happened next? Because, like, the shit that I've heard, like, it's still going on now. Yeah. And, like, this is like, how long ago did you stop working, I think, completely? December last year, wasn't it? End of last year. Something
2: like that. I left for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we're jumping ahead a bit now, but I left for a bit and then came back for a Mm. little bit. But basically, what happened was, like, it was all going, but we. It was no stock coming in there's angry customers but we're sort of dealing with it we're sort of each day as it comes we're doing all right we're still bringing a lot in from facebook
0: then was it anything or just facebook ads
1: i'm pretty sure it's just facebook yeah just just strictly facebook we put all our eggs in one basket then classic
2: uh that's when the page went down so when the the page went down that was when it sort of so the Facebook page, obviously we went, bl- and I said this like from This is from start. feedback scores, right? Feedback score, yeah. And because I dealt with it with my own stuff, I knew it was going to happen. I said mm. it from the get-go. I said, we need to satisfy these customers or we're going we're to get screwed.
0: And what happens for the people listening? Like what happens when your page gets shut down due to a poor feedback score?
2: So for people that don't know, basically a couple of years ago, Facebook rang in yeah, a yeah. customer feedback score. It's out of, like I think it's out of five. Yeah, it is uh people get customers of yours get surveys that come up on their feed that says like how did you rate this brand was it a good mm. experience and they can leave reviews if that feedback if people are leaving bad reviews facebook takes down basically your page you can review it and you have like some chances but basically you can't advertise mm. then there's all these obviously uh facebook circumventing uh, what are they called like issues you can't just create a new page yeah yeah, yeah. it's your facebook page that gets banned not your ad account you can't just make a new facebook page it'll get taken down as well Mm. So that was that we started with an agency
0: but but at that point it was fucked i remember everyone like we 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 were doing everything right we were uh, we were actually um really close with facebook like i was having meetings with them like every fucking i think it was once every two weeks then in person once every couple of months and i remember our feedback score went low then as well not not like shut down and it's the only thing that was negative was stock took too long to arrive yeah. it's like literally the whole fucking world is in this situation mm-hmm. what do you yeah. expect people are going to do like yeah. so facebook really good about it and they're trying to uh, do all these things but they're like essentially even what facebook was saying it's like the, the the team if if it does get down like they're telling me all this stuff to avoid it and okay submit uh, your reviews and stuff to these people because if it does go to that point it's hard even for people at facebook yeah. to reverse that that's
1: for sure yeah mm. how many people did we try to go through on Facebook? yeah there was heaps and they and can't we, when fix we it when we yeah. had we had like
2: you get the usually with facebook the lower levels is their base in the philippines and then yeah, yeah, you have yeah. the higher levels so we were dealing with these people and they're like look there's nothing we can really do um but then we yeah we got an agency that was sort of like but they knew the issues. There was nothing they could do and they were really didn't want to take us on because they're like, we can't attach your ads, like your ad managers to us. It's going to affect all of our accounts. So it was like all this mm. weird stuff. I tried to do like the dodgy and like pay for like reviews to try to get our feedback score yeah, up. Like yeah, we yeah. tried everything. It didn't work? No. So that was, there was issues with that. Then the website was like, the website was in, shocking like in my Well, own.
1: it was. It came a long way. It started on Wix, bro.
2: Yeah, I
1: literally built this website in a day or two. Yeah, on Wix, it was fucking blue. Yeah,
2: like the background was
1: dark blue. <laughs> oh, it, I had no control over. I was just yeah, doing yeah, yeah. what I was told. But bro, yeah, it, it was all right. The the, <laughs> the
2: the um, what's it called? Like the main image was it was a tiger, like a tiger
1: <laughs> growling. Was <laughs> like oh I had to. Like, I stole that video from Squarespace, bro. <laughs> It was like a squarespace header video because we to say, oh, what should we use? Yeah. And then he liked it, so I had to fucking screen record it and then upload it to weeks. Wow, yeah. Yeah. So it was
2: just basically that was it was all going downhill. Um then we had our Christmas party we had our Christmas party, I don't know what year this would be, like twenty twenty. Had the Christmas party and then like I left not long after that, because that's when mm. then it was like we've run out of money, so it's like, hey, like we just weren't. We stopped getting paid. Yeah. Basically, I was a lucky.
1: You, you i
0: like, how much money did he end, did he end up <clears throat> owing you at the end? Like now, like he still, still
2: owes me three grand, which is not a lot. Like yeah, you know, yeah. but for me it was like fuck. Like yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And lucky. you and lucky, you, how, how much? Well, was the
1: first round yeah. was two rounds. The first round was ten grand. Yeah. Literally, fucking ten. That's grand.
0: like how long were you working for him for free,
1: bro? couple weeks, bro. And,
0: like, and, wh- and wh- more than a couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, surely you're getting paid less than five grand a week. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, was, it was like... I don't well, know, a while, right? Yeah, and yeah, what, what's like, going through your head that you're still going up? That's the I, thing. Like, was, Yeah. What's was, going through your head to like just keep rocking up? Oh, yeah, no, nah, he'll pay me, he'll pay me.
1: No, it wasn't even that. Like, one, I was cool. And two, I was like, bro, I want to work through this issue. If we can get through this, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. through anything. Yeah, nah, no. Nah, like, I yeah. came, I, I had just different like intentions I wasn't worried about me I was worried about the business yeah yeah yeah, that's good but i had been with them before this even started this new Mm. brand started right so and it was mainly because all the other guys started getting neglected so from the previous company that we had they were all just like they were just slowly being lost in the shadows that company was just being left alone and basically just disappeared right so I'm like fuck like if that's gone, we got to concentrate on this now. Because that was
0: actually a profitable business when you first bought it, right? Yeah, bro.
1: Mm. Like There was issues with it, but, you know, we were able to keep it running. Mm. But, yeah, bro, it just kept going, going, going. And then it got to a point, I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. There's a lot of money owed now. Yeah. What are you going to do? And then got all of that paid back eventually. Oh, you got the 10 grand? Yeah, yeah, I got the 10 grand. And then it happened again. Like... Mm. I was getting paid consistently, so he caught up, and then I was getting paid, and then it happened again. Does he let you know? Oh, I'm not going to pay you this week, or you just check your it. It just happened, and I'm like, oh, I'll let this one slide. The next week, I'm like, oh, I don't know, should I say something? Fuck it, I'll leave it. And the third week, I'm like, what's going on? And then it just kept going, going. Yeah. He's like, please, please, just help out, help out. And what does he
0: say? Because I've seen some of the messages, like, ah, oh, it's ridiculous, some of this stuff, right?
1: Oh, he's nowadays. Just, yeah, I don't even. I fucking. I just don't even read them anymore. Mm. What is he? There's yeah. always an excuse. It's right? yeah.
0: always an excuse. Like it was, it was hard as well. And to the
2: point of like why Yui stayed, like it was fun. Like yeah, I, I, none of yeah. this was done out of like it was never done maliciously. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It wasn't yeah, yeah. like he was like he was a good bloke, mm-hmm. and like we got on with him, and he like he taught us a lot, and he helped I us understand. with helped us with a lot. Um and let us do, <laughs> do whatever we wanted. Yeah. Right, we played much.
1: ping pong most of the fucking yeah, time. Yeah, like yeah, probably yeah. four
2: hours a day, every day We're we'll playing ping pong. So That's you can ridiculous. see why
1: the, the business didn't work. But, <laughs> but <laughs> Well, no, w- when the fucking stock is still stuck in another country, what else are we going to do?
2: Mm. Yeah. So it, he was a good blogger. It was never never intended like, for it to get like that. It was just that then, it was just mismanaged. Yeah. And like the reason we got paid again was just like investment. So what he would do is then like, try and get like, get other investment in mm. from friends, family, like things like that. The, then he sat us down one day, like <laughs> he sat us down one day and he said, look, cause I'd said to him, like, if this works, like I'm really ca- like, you know, mm. we get on, I want to sort of do something We're both business minded. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he sat us down one day and he said, look, we're taking on investment. If you want to like sweat equity. Mm. So we we're like, okay, <laughs> like, Sweet, like, we'll, we'll, we'll hear him out. Basically, he sat us down, he said, so the business is valued at a million dollars.
0: Just out of nuts, just what he decided, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah. then,
2: so, he said to basically to you, like, you can, you basically, my debt's cleared with you, yeah. and like you one, own 1%. 1%? Or wow. that valuation, he owns, yeah. 10 grand. And so, like, I would have had to pay, or, like, not get paid for a couple of months to make up for that. So that was like the evaluate like at, the <laughs> at this time they were in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, yeah. Like I don't know where he got the va- Basically, the valuation was based what, on the stock. What thousand?
0: No, no. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Ten is it grand. a thousand? How much did he owe you? I don't know. 10, he owed me ten, ten, grand. Grand. ten grand. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, one I think per- that's what yeah, I yeah yeah.
1: Um, it? One thousand. Yeah, one well, a
0: thousand would be one percent.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Wait. No. No. A, a hundred hundred thousand. One hundred. Percent? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So then, Doesn't matter. Yeah, that, that's right. That's right. That's why we have Evie to do, a, <laughs> do the maths. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think what it was, they spent millions of dollars on stock because they were trying to get it in. Like yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they spent a lot of money. So I think it was based on that. Look, last time I spoke to him, like he's obviously, you know, not doing too yeah. well. They'll have to. bankrupt you can sort of
1: talk about like it's gone into liquidation, basically. Well, That's what I'm going to... I can't mm. really say much else. But well,
0: have you got emails from creditors? like
1: Yeah. A, yeah. yeah. So, oh, there's actually... That reminded me. I have to get back to them. There's, a, <laughs> there's another one, another thing that's going on with that. So, yeah.
0: So, are you going to... reckon you're going to get your money? No way.
1: No. Nah. No, I've already counted that as a loss. Like yeah. It's, yeah. it's the, the second version, because that was round one, round two. The Round two is only, only... It's like six and a half thousand. Yeah, yeah. On the creditors thing, it's only four thousand, so what the fuck is up with that? But yeah.
2: Anyway the hardest thing like the the most frustrating thing mm. was when i came back i sort of said to him look i, I want to come back but I, it can't be the same as our time." He promises yeah 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 mm. then we know we're struggling for money he can't pay us mm. and he would hire more people
0: yeah that's what i couldn't believe I, yeah
2: like he would genu- like and, and these he, are good people too and our mates yeah. like yeah. our friends yeah yeah he would hire and i'm like you can't like this is my i can't like if i'm you <laughs> wanting me to recruit my friends I need to make sure like you need to promise. Yeah, yeah, I promise you. So then that was shit because then we weren't getting paid 'cause then he would So he's
0: paying your friends that you've brought
1: in? Yeah. I wanna say the one thing he said to me, bro. He said Oh fuck no what did he say? Do you I remember what he say. say? No, no, because he's like to me, um obviously I was the longest employee there. Everybody else had left. So I was the longest yeah, standing yeah. employee and he's like, Oh, I know you'll be alright, so I gotta pay everybody else first. Oh,
2: yes. I do know what he yeah. did. He said it to me. Yeah, yeah. He wow. said basically like I don't pay Yui because like I know he's all good.
1: I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I'm all like, that's so I pay. like
2: he'll be here regardless. Like Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's when I was like, Hold the fuck up. Like yeah, this yeah, yeah. Is bullshit now. Yeah,
2: bro. Yeah. But that like it was a good learning sp- and again, like I do gonna say like we kinda of roast him a bit. It was like it's not here. it was just a business. Like it was just poor management. Yeah, it was yeah. like <laughs> we, were, we were there. Um, so, you know the grounds? Mm. Across the road where there's the worker space. Work space. He wanted to buy oh, the yeah. whole thing and build out like a fantasy factory. Like, we had like sketches and all this stuff. Done. Like a fucking Gymshark HQ yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, with basketball courts. I don't know what.
1: Delusions, yeah. He, just, he was shooting for the stars, bro. Yeah, like, he, yeah. he had big dreams. I reckon. I reckon he could have fucking pulled it off if there wasn't those bullshit issues. He but probably could have, bro.
0: Could have pulled it off. That's fu- but Anyone could have been fucking selling someone something at the four row ass at that time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm. yeah. That's like because I was. Uh, Joe was. Uh, we were working on like just the start of the podcast at that point. That's all we were working on, right? When we we're in, because I remember you were telling me all these stories and like, what do you think? And at the start, I was like, oh yeah, giving him the benefit of the doubt. And then I'm like here every time. Oh yes, I haven't got paid. And then I'm just like, oh, I'd tell <laughs> you, but I'm like, oh, just do it, do it. Like you'll realize pretty yeah. soon. Like, that's the thing. I'm all for working for free and you know, learning off people as well. But there's a difference between working for free and getting something out of it and just wasting your time and mm-hmm. not getting taken advantage of like he was trying to do it to hurt you, but clearly taking advantage of your guys' um good we're lot attitude you know what i mean yeah and
1: yeah. it's not to blame him or anything like it's our fault for sticking around yeah yeah, like, regardless yeah. Of yeah our good, it's, it's our fault it's not his fault like yeah. he didn't put a gun to our head saying oh i mean he did say if you want to get paid you got to keep working but anyway. <laughs> yeah yeah he's like i, I can't like I, I can't pay you he's that's like joe good. i
0: can't pay you i need you to come <laughs> in and run some ads for me to get some money so i can pay you You're like it's no like that, bro it's not got me in this yeah. position
2: i literally have texts from him saying that does yeah. he, like, like that's a good point like we we do have to take accountability like we were staying there when we knew it was wasn't the best it was just like
1: because we kept playing ping pong bro it was, it was so it was fun a piss take.
2: it was a piss take like it was enjoyable to go to work because we weren't doing it so like we do have to take accountability for a lot yeah. of it um
0: but yeah because like, you it was, who else did you get in was it Jose yeah Jose started yeah there?
2: Jess yeah our friend Jess Alex was there for a bit yeah. um yeah, so 3, 3 of my friends that I'd more like, yeah, not like super super close friends, but like yeah, three friends. Um, yeah, like it was a it was an experience I think as well. Um, at the time cuz I was yeah, I had my own things going. Then I went to a marketing agency. Oh uh, yeah. So then I went to a marketing agency, did that for 6 months and I was like, "Oh, well, this isn't fun." And then and, that, and that's when I came back
0: um did you get paid at all once you went back
2: at the start like at the start i was like okay yeah. cool like we're, yeah, we're, yeah, in, yeah. we're fixing these problems um but yeah it was just like all dodgy tactics trying to like we had people roasting us of course yeah like, there
1: was all like, over social customers. media right? it was, right, people yeah. were finding us on linkedin on anything bro and you know how there's those random websites on google that you know somehow find out who's part of the company yeah, bro, yeah they yeah. put me as director somehow <laughs> So I'm getting these fucking messages like, oh, bro, where's my shit? I'm like, who the fuck, where are you getting this information from? Yeah, and, yeah, I yeah. it and I'm there as a director. I'm like, bro, this is fucked. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So I ha- that day I removed, you know, on LinkedIn and you have the company you work for and every- all that, I removed uh, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I went ghost. Fuck.
2: Um, the, the frustrating thing mm. was every time we had a suggestion, it was always the same response. With all due respect, you're young and you don't know. And I'm like, and it's like, bro, I actually do know. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, like, I said to him, like, there's so many examples, but I'm like, we need to get a 3PL. This is like, this logistically isn't going to work. No, 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 A year later. All right, guys, we're going to get a 3PL. Like, yeah, I told you that a year ago. Even like Facebook stuff, it was like.
1: Well, he didn't need a 3PL because I was in the fucking warehouse, bro. <laughs> the marketing guy, the videographer. <laughs> content creator was in the warehouse for filling orders bro mm. yeah we spent six months there that was fun it was actually a fun time i enjoyed it but mm. still
2: yeah but anyway that was a
1: that
0: yeah was i don't think i've obviously i will because i was fucking paying people we've never had any issues like that uh <laughs> happy skin i feel like going back to what we're talking about before like issues our biggest issues we've had some scary days um Obviously everything worked out, but like shit that people never know about because because our product is like well, We, we didn't think this at the start me and George when we started like think a fucking IPO hair removal handset something that makes your hair grow back less it's like a, it's like a, a, a aesthetic product, right, but um, And that's what all the legislation was before we launched um, but so we launched obviously and then like Probably about 18 months in and this is the sort of stuff that people don't know just from the outside of business I think it was like 18 months two years in we get a letter from the tga um saying like stop selling immediately this is a medical device you're not compliant this like well, you've you've been reported probably by a competitor of ours um so we're like whoa what the fuck? like this is this is what the law says and they go yeah yeah but this we just changed the law so they just changed it because it's we, we blew up the category it wasn't really on their radar prior so they're like, we just changed it. I'm like, well, they told us to shut down media. We're like, no, we're not doing that. Like, we'll work with you. Like, straight away. Like, yeah, yeah let's work with you to find a solution. Um, but this, you can't just change it. Change the laws one day and the next day expect people, like, to be compliant with something you just made up. Yeah, what the fuck? So they're like, all right, if you can provide XYZ to, to us within, like, the next month, we'll, we'll be sweet. And luckily, we, we work with our manufacturer, And we were able to provide all that stuff. Fuck, it was really hard to do. We had to do, like, get all the testing and all the results and and stuff done and provide them with all that stuff. And honestly, it was so stressful at at that time. Um, But now, like, that shit pops up fucking once a year. And it's just like, oh. Like, it's always just, like, a misunderstanding or we need to provide more documentation. And I remember with the TGA thing, um, we had so many competitors at that time. And I'm like, look, I know it costs us quite a bit of money to get compliant, um, and uh, only like the the top manufacturers that that there was only a couple manufacturers in that were currently producing that product that could be compliant. I remember thinking to ourselves is like, do we go full on like, do we just like essentially snitch on every single one of our competitors, send them to the TGA, and shut them all down? And I was just like, oh. We didn't do it. A couple of reasons. One, I'm like, I'd rather, like, I don't want to be that type of person. Like, even though someone's, you know, snitched on us, essentially. And two, it's like, all, there was that. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. I'd rather just, we're already the best. Like, I'd rather just beat them by, you know, being the best. But also, I'm like, yeah, but if we do all that, I'm just going to bring more heat <laughs> onto onto our, uh, our industry. And I didn't want that. And then, like, we have shit. And then with, like, the FDA uh, going into America, same stuff. We're like... You can't, what do you mean you're not meant to be selling this stuff? We're like, no, we are registered. Like, we don't see Happy Skin Co. anywhere in our database. And we're like, no, like, again, we just have to explain him. He's our manufacturer. We purchase off them, blah, blah, blah. And it's always all good. Like, we provide them all the We do everything above Buffboard. That's why I'm comfortable talking about this now. It's all sweet. But, like, bro, the first time we got that letter, I was thinking, like, what do we do, bro, if we just out of nowhere can't sell our main product anymore? So, yeah, it's fucking scary. It's scary that
1: they can just change the law like that right. know, and, and not like warn you guys or say anything. It's just like, no, now you have to shut down. Yeah. Like imagine tomorrow they say, oh, no more petrol cars. Yeah, like yeah, the car, yeah. You now yeah. every, every bloody car manufacturer is going to be like, Whoa. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I feel like that's probably the, the main ones for us. Like what else has been fucking really fucked? Oh, like there's decisions along the way that you regret. Like, and it's more what, like kind of what Joe was saying before about how he was like, oh, with all due respect, you're young, you don't know. It's like, For me, being in charge, like leading a business, no management experience really, like working at a gym, but that's just like you're hanging out with a bunch of (laughs) young kids essentially. And like you've had all this incredible success and then like, okay, I'm going to take the next step. And you you think about, oh, I'll go work with these like big agencies and they'll help us take it to the next level. And it's like balancing, like balancing you want to be always open to, new ideas and new thoughts, and new ways of doing things and not being super egotistical. And then at the same time, like, you know inside your gut that this is wrong, but because they're older, more experienced, you're like, oh, you know what, maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I've, you know, maybe I'm just being cocky or maybe maybe they do know better. And every time I've been in that situation and I've fucking trusted someone to, to do something against what I was feeling intuitively, nine times out of ten, it's gone fucking wrong. That's
1: it.
2: It's mm. so hard though, like on that point, it's so hard to know when that line is, like when you should believe in yourself and when you mm. should listen to other people. Like even uh, Toby Pierce was speaking about this on a podcast mm. where he's like, he was asked like, what would you, what would you advice for something? He's like, I wish I was okay being wrong more. Like I wish yeah. I was fine to be okay. Like I was fine to be wrong more. And that's, that's what I struggle with is like whether if you, yeah, trusting your gut and knowing best with anything, Mm. knowing best or no, you need to listen. Mm. Like, I don't know. How, how can someone, how can someone sort of.
0: I think it's just the openness to new ideas. And like, particularly when you have a team, you're hiring people to be experts in their field. You know what I mean? Ideally, you want to be hiring people that, um that know their their thing way better than you and it's always it's always easy for me like if i if i need something in finance obviously i'm going to trust Andy. if i need something operationally or doing like fucking projections i'm going to trust evie but when it was like came to the where i struggled um although on reflection i was right um and this is what everyone struggles with when it came to like uh, building out a marketing team and and trusting people to, to do all that i probably let go too quickly and i'll just trust people and then really quickly as well like it's such a fucking hard thing to do when you're in your early mid-20s to build a business for the first time you're making millions and millions of dollars a year and then it's like how do you figure out fucking what to do it's such a like obviously hindsight's 2020 20, right yeah. like you know okay i should have done this at that point should have done this at this that point but now that's the thing like because econ was relatively fresh there weren't a whole lot of um People to look up to that that were sharing their experience, their thoughts, their failures openly. Like it's become more more common nowadays. But like the only guys that I knew that really had done anything in like ecom in Australia before us, like noteworthy, were the high smile guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I remember those guys that had you know what they have fucking what was it like chats and Nick and Alex or whatever their Facebook channel yeah group something, was. something like that. Yeah. I remember, and it's so funny. I remember me and George uh, were chatting. Before we launched we had a question of about uh, i don't know about something and i'm like oh they say like message the page and we'll answer your question and i remember um i messaged them a question one time um and they replied uh and i love these guys like no disrespect at all and it was like the most generic response ever and i mean just like Fuck, what, what was even the point of that and then i realized once you're in that position bro these guys are getting hundreds yeah. of messages <laughs> a day what do you expect these people running that business to give you a fucking? <laughs> Full, a full detailed paragraph. breakdown yeah. like oh yeah it was just essentially just keep going like essentially something about no i think it's about like influences micro influence not posting He's like yeah man happens you just gotta ignore it and keep going i'm like well that's not a way to manage like what do you do to deal with it? like there's nothing you can do to deal with that you know what i mean like
2: that's so funny i don't messes that page as well and it was very simple yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> i remember my message was like hey guys looking to start a clothing brand. What should I do? Oh <laughs> like, no. That's oh, like the no. most no. generic, the most generic question and the most broad question. Like the response I got was completely deserved of just yeah. like, yeah, just keep going, be true, true to yourself. Or yeah. yeah, like. yeah. What but you what can you say? Like at that point, exactly. It's
0: difficult. Like when, yeah, like, yeah, that's why I like with the consulting and stuff. It's like, oh when I, I always try and reply to everyone who DMs me at certain times, like you go on a big podcast you have hundreds of messages it's it's difficult to always fully respond but it's like some people message you such broad questions like how like to answer that and truly
1: give you value
0: it's not yeah it's it's difficult
1: you know what i mean if only there was the ceo
0: and founder of sax grooming out there to help <laughs> you <know>. oh
2: yeah <laughs> oh, plenty of, plenty of mistakes with that that's for sure mm. i remember when you <laughs>
0: What's some of the mistakes you made with sax because that was your f- you, you you did a few brands before Saks like this is all e-com yeah. stuff right?
2: So I had um, there was a couple of brands that I started. First was like a pillow pillow brand like an ergonomic pillow mm. it was like a hot drop shipping product. Well, first it started were you drop shipping or were you? Well, it started Amazon FBA. Oh, so yeah. it started uh, that's where I first so it was like a clothing brand. I wanted to start a clothing brand. Yeah, even going even going back, I actually started network marketing.
0: What do you mean, like, um, like a pyramid scheme? Like a pyramid scheme, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was one of those high. kids, yeah, yeah. So I started what you doing Arben?
2: That was uh, it. Was called Max International.
0: Yeah. What is it? What's Max International? So
2: I actually haven't. I don't think. Yeah. I've not I, told I, I, you I didn't you even guys. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So This is when I was eighteen. So I was fresh eighteen. My mum was involved in the business, like Family Friends. Yeah. Um, basically, it was like these supplements that use glutathione. Glutathione is like you probably uh, like it's a molecule that is, I think found in your body and what it does mm. is it like the free radicals so it stops oxidisation. So mm-hmm. Oxidisation is what causes ageing. Yeah. So it's sort of to help with that. So injuries, things like that. Anyway, um, so I was like selling this and that was my first... Bit of business i didn't really know did you make
0: much money from it i
2: made nothing but i didn't know i didn't know that network marketing had a stigma around it at the time yeah so i'm i remember like messaging my mates like hey man i gotta like you know this uh, like the girl's always coming like hey girl yeah. haven't seen you in age it's like it was it was like that yeah like, hey bro like let's catch up got a cool business um idea i want to pitch picture had like these meetings and stuff got a couple of guys on board it didn't really go from there and then i i stopped that
0: one of my best friends does like um, network marketing, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Network marketing, MLM. But like, she makes quite good money yeah. from it. Like, some people make coin. Yeah, like, yeah. we had like a couple of people just like that I was introduced, like, they were making good mm-hmm. coin.
0: And like, there's, yeah, there's the stigma around it. But like, if you can do it in a way that like you're putting out content that attracts inbound leads and you're not hustling all your friends and it's yeah. products you actually believe in, then yeah. go for like it. Like, the
2: product, honestly, the products seriously, were actually really good. Mm. Like, they were really good. Did you try but, them? Yeah, I had them. I had it every day. So it was like a... Bro, how do you think you got in? You had to buy the product <laughs> first. Yeah, that's that's how it works. You had to buy the products. Yeah.
0: But I had, like, they generally were really good. It'd be good to start a pyramid steam to be at the top. <laughs> you think yeah. I'm thinking? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, from there, then it was Amazon FBA. So that was a the start. Of, then it was a clothing brand, um, Christian Guzman on... YouTube, people would like, people know who he is. He has a brand. Fan Al- of Guzman and Gomez. <laughs> he has the brand Alphalete. Um, started like a clothing brand, did like logos, all of that stuff. Then from there, Amazon FBA.
0: What was your product for Amazon FBA?
2: Um, sorry, the most random product. So I bought a course from, uh, what's
0: his name? The guy who's name? the Amazon guy, the classic Amazon guy. is Ma- the Aussie guy, no. short brown hair. Oh man, every seminar I went to, this guy was that. Oh. And he, bro, you he was so good. I'm like, I want to do Amazon yeah. FBA. No, it Never was... Never did, obviously.
2: Uh, his name's escaping me, but it was a classic ad. Like, the ad, I remember the YouTube ad. It mm. it's like, him driving, like, a black Lamborghini Huracan. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah this is the lifestyle. <laughs> I did this. I was like, okay, cool. Um, First product that I did, or the only product that I did... So, the first one was Whiskey Stones.
0: Whiskey Stones. So,
2: like... The metal ones? The metal ones. Yeah. So, people don't want to have ice oh, wow. in a whiskey because of water's down the whiskey so you have these like metal put them in the freezer freezer and then that. yeah so like that was the first product that didn't work and then i wanted to do a fireproof <laughs> document bag <back.
0: laughs> like <laughs> who needs that bro in 2020 <laughs> the whatever The way that you
2: do the way you did i don't know if it's the same now but you have these apps like jungle scout and you're checking to see the, the sales volume each day on products. So you can see oh, it's actually selling well. Yeah. There's a way that you can track it where you're seeing, oh, it's doing consistent sales. This was something that was doing consistent sales. Did that, stopped. Um, from there, Shopify, this is, I went really long. Shopify, I started shop, drop shipping, selling watches, standard like watches men's accessories. I wasn't running Facebook ads. This guy at the time teach this, taught this method of, you just message people. So I was on Instagram messaging people.
0: To buy your product. Yeah.
2: Like, hey, looking for an ambassador. So the whole thing, looking for an ambassador, he's 20% off. Get five people, you get a free product. So sort of like that. So it's just sending 100 messages Did a day. Did you get any sales like that? Yeah. yeah. I started to get sales. And like, I honestly, like I would have made a couple of hundred bucks. Like yeah, it was yeah, nothing. Yeah. What um, product again? Uh, like watches, men's watches. Oh, yeah. Like yeah stuff yeah. like
0: that. Right, get those DMs still like people. Like, yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, it, this, this guy, he's like done pretty well with it. And he like has obviously, yeah. Mm. Anyway. Um, and then from there, it was like proper drop shipping. got into Facebook ads, <coughs> realized I like, really like media buying. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, there was an Ergo pillow. Then there was like, I got into like print on demand. Oh, so, yeah. that, like, I was doing cartoon drawings for cars. Ah, uh, I remember that. So, yeah, like, well, I was, you showing me. Yeah. So, I did those. And then from there, during COVID, I was like, all right, no, I want to take this seriously. Excuse me. Because there was um, the payments coming in. So, I was basically at home getting paid mm. whilst I was working at
0: a gym
2: company. So, I'm like, I've got bank. I'm going to do something with it. So, started this. Brand Sax Grooming, which was a competitor to Manscaped. Um,
0: like Ball Shavers, right?
2: Yeah. Ball Shavers, yep. Um, launched, like, built full ad. Like, I spent so much learned so much. Created everything. Launched ads, like, from the get-go. was getting four row ass. like... Yeah.
1: It was my first e-com client of oh, my like, really? content. Yeah,
2: that's right, like, building the website.
1: Was, was that for UE Films,
0: or what yeah, did you call something Films, else? Yeah.
2: yeah, so did the photos. We got Jose to come in and do like for the the modelling. website yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um did that launched put it on my instagram like it's archived now but like i said look i've i've launched a company um and then yeah first month 12 grand i was mm. like fuck like i made it I've made it yeah <laughs> but like from literally yeah. making like i remember being uh, like working at the gym at the time as well did you
0: ship the stock to a 3 pl here or to your straight house straight to me so i had to how learn much? how big was your first order
2: 40 units you so, could private yeah. label
0: forty units. So but you didn't have custom no, packaging and stuff. I
2: couldn't. So what it was was it was plain there Sometimes was no d- logo. Drop on it.
0: shipping, but you take the stock.
2: Yeah. So it was like small like small MOQ drop shipping, I guess. But not No, really. not really. I was, it's like I was private label, but yeah. you can't change anything. So what I did was I made stickers of my logo oh. and then I would sticker every box. Yeah. And I had like a little insert that what I What did the put box in. look like? Was it? Literally just like, you know, standard um shipping. Like, what like their
0: packaging that? was a really bad, like, was it?
2: No, it was just, like, a standard black shipping box. Yeah. I don't know what they, like, I think that's what no, they No, like, you on. know how
0: sometimes you get samples of products from, from like, Ali or something, and they arrive, and, like, the packaging is, like... Oh,
2: yeah, like, some of them are pretty, pretty robust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, then I would just put a sticker on them um, and had, like, a little insert. I then sent them... Yeah, it was was just sending them so from my from my from home. So before yeah. I could get an e account, because you could apply for an e-pastel account with Australia Post. Before I had that, so You're i dropping them at the post office. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. just print the labels mm-hmm. one by one. And I had to figure it, figure this all out. Print the labels, put it on, and then I would literally I've got photos where I just had bags and bags and bags of just stock every couple yeah, of yeah. days. And just take it put it in like not even the post office i would take them to like the um post boxes on the side of the road yeah yeah drop them in feed one by one how
0: long did it take you to sell the 40 a
2: couple of days yeah a couple of days then and, you then, do? and then it was just orders of 100 200 mm. 500 and then the second month like we went from 12k to 60k the second month yeah and then that's when i was like oh, i fucking made it
0: like i'm this p- is me forever
2: i'm like this is me forever i had like was buying heaps of shit like i was investing money don't get me wrong like i wasn't taking everything out all the profits like i was invest. but I, like bought a new laptop bought ca- like mm. cameras for podcast gear like bought mm. just heaps of shit um
1: the cookie cast
2: <laughs> yeah like i was just card. buying so much sort of stuff and then yeah facebook went down
0: um <laughs> That's the thing people do too quick man like they make a bit of money and they just assume it's always going to be yeah. this easy it's fucking not the yeah. case man I think I said it on the last
2: last time like yeah the worst thing was being on a Sunday in my bed making like $3000 revenue for the day which was like pretty decent mm. if you're doing that every day that's almost under grand for the month so like pretty decent day and um I did nothing. Ordered Uber Eats three times that day, yeah. and literally didn't get out of bed and made money. And that was the worst thing for me because I was like, and I just chilled. And then from there, that was the peak, and it went from there down. Mm.
0: Um, so you got shut down as well from Facebook feedback. Yeah. Stores.
2: And like, I just, I didn't. There was a couple of times where I thought, I thought it was all, it was all done. Um, there was one time, because our whole thing was like never nick your nads yeah, yeah like yeah. it was like these things it's not like a normal shave you're not going to cut yourself of course you're going to cut yourself even like i've got a man's like I, I don't use that i use a manscaped one <laughs> <laughs> it's like i don't use my own, <laughs> own fucking product. but like i've cut myself plenty of times yeah like you, you got you know and they don't talk about that at all anymore like or that's all out of their advertising
0: really they don't have the balloons they never talk anymore? about nah nah
2: i'm not that i've seen mm. not on their website it's all like
0: Cause they'd have to refund you straight away if they say you yeah. don't, right? Yeah.
2: So I had people. I had one guy, one night, and I was staying at my girlfriend's at the time, and he'd basically been emailing me like, "Look, I've cut myself. I'm suing you. Like, like I'm suing you." And I was like, "I had no insurance. So I had nothing. I didn't know.
0: You didn't have public liability or nothing. whatever. I didn't what a, know.
2: Like it was just fine. learning. That's so. so no public. Like, he's like, "Look, I'm suing you. I'm and all of this. And I'm free." How bad did he cut himself? Oh, like he said, he nicked himself. Like it was nothing, but I didn't, I was naive. I didn't know. Mm. So I'm freaking out. I'm like there crying, like crying to my missus. Like I remember like being on the edge of the bed. I'm like, I'm done. My life's ruined. I'm going to jail. you
1: sitting there eating this Uber Eats crying. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like honestly, that's generally how I felt. Like I was like, this is fucked. Like I I hate this. I just want to go work a normal job. Like Wow turns out like I sent him a couple of emails. Like, all right, all good. Like I'll take the refund.
0: (laughs) So what did you respond back to that? I was
2: like, look, mate. Um, you know, obviously terms and conditions. Like, we'll just give you a refund. Like, I wasn't like, no, please. Like, yeah, I was pretty <laughs> professional. But yeah, um, refunded. Didn't hear from him. Um, other funny things was, I would send out when they'd get their package. They would be like a little thing, like send a photo with the because I needed content for ads. I needed for the website, and get twenty percent off your next order. And mm. so I had old blokes because that was surprising. My biggest customer segment was like blokes aged forty to seventy. I can't that's so. Funny. <laughs> like forty to seventy, so that was my biggest, um, yeah, my biggest customers. So I was getting photos. They obviously didn't understand what I was meaning, so they would send photos from like underneath of like their balls, like to like, hey mate, love the product, thanks, and like literally
1: just sending you dick photo up. Yeah. Uh, well, it's called sax grooving for a reason, right?
2: Yeah, so that, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> obviously, I couldn't put them on the website. Just
1: <laughs> <On, on laughs> so say women to your
0: personal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, that was funny. And then, yeah, Facebook got shut, shut down and then had to sell it. Like, I bought, because of COVID, there was all shipping issues. I bought <clears> $15,000 worth. Well, of can we
0: talk about the Davy story? Because oh, that's that a fucking oh, horror yes, story. yes, yes. This, uh, yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, Davy Fogarty's is like one of the, like, probably the one of the most successful e-comm yeah. guys in Australia does. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Founder of the Woody. The yeah, yeah. yeah, Anyway, Joe, tell, tell, tell the story.
2: So I listed the brand on Shopify exchange, which is where you can list it, like to sell it. And I had it listed, I think for like 80 grand. Mm. Cause that was like, you do, you fill out cause obviously it's through Shopify. So they can see your yeah, yeah, sales. Yeah. They can see everything. So they said recommended sale price, $85,000 US. So I was like, okay, sweet. Yeah. Listed it for that. Um, and then like people would email, hey mate, and there was this one guy, and this was before Davey put out any content. Yeah. So he was like, I didn't know who he was, and he sort of said like, looking to buy the brand, like interested. We booked in this meeting. I totally forgot about it and just flaked, like didn't show up. Didn't know who he was, regardless of if he was Davey or if he's no one. You don't miss a meeting, right? Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I just didn't think of it, completely missed it, and then he's like, look. His next email was sort of like, look, I'm pretty big in the space. Like, you you want to take this meeting. So, jumped on this meeting and then spoke to him about it. Um, Look, this is a brand. Send him over packaging, like send him over um, a sample um, and things like that. And then... Basically, from the, he told me who he was, like, "Oh, look, I, I own the Udi and Pub mm. Naps and all of this," and I was like, "Wow." Yeah, yeah. Um, and he, and he said, "Yeah, like, like yeah,
1: I'm, I own Saks.
2: <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, I'm looking to hire people as well." So and yeah. I was like, and then I was constantly emailing him, like, "Yeah, hey mate, like, I, I want to come and work for you. I want to come and work for you, but I, I'm I won't I've, miss, a meeting, meeting, <laughs> oh, I miss <laughs> a meeting meeting again. I won't miss a meeting again. I missed that first meeting. I'm <laughs> sure He would be like, "No, oh, mate, like, you've already blown it." Yeah. Um, but yeah, safe to say he didn't buy it, um, yeah. because like the products weren't. Branded, or they were branded at this point, but, like, anyone could just go to one. So the the actual, you know how I'm pretty sure, so I could be wrong, the patent that uh, Manscaped talk about, like the skin safe technology, I'm pretty sure you might, you might um, say different. I'm pretty sure that's the manufacturer's patent. Yeah. So there's only one manufacturer on Alibaba that sells this. And I'm pretty sure it's their patent. So I could just... So I was called it my own patent, like something safe
1: technology. SacSafe. Yeah. Safe I just
2: called it SacSafe technology. Mm. So I'm pretty sure it's... Like, it's not Manscaped specific. It's just theirs. And then anyone that uses that manufacturer can use it. As far as I'm Well, you wouldn't of.
0: have been using the same manufacturer as Manscaped. Yeah, it was. The same exact product.
2: No, they because they had a custom mold by that point.
0: Yeah, well, I'll tell you how it works. Because I know for a fact it's people have stolen our IP um so in china like it ha- must happen all the time because like um they'll buy the product so whoever owns the patent will patent it right and then other manufacturers will buy it and then they'll reverse engineer it and make their own molds and start producing the same thing why do you think the so our manufacturer owned the patent of our the original happy skin original handset that everyone had <clears throat> um and then not long after every manufacturer was selling it. and it's like to fight that stuff in China is so hard. Like they are not set up to protect copyright at all. Like their whole industry is very, you know, loosey goosey when it comes to IP rights and, and that sort of stuff. So it's like it's almost impossible to stop. So we need that from the start. So we made a few um, adjustments to the original product we wanted, but essentially from the outside looking in, it looked exactly the same almost as you know the other competitors selling it like it was within five percent difference but you know so we developed our own uh, we worked with an italian design team designed the products they made all the fucking renders and all, all the data to, to make the mold spent like forty thousand us making the mold Um, and then within like a year another manufacturer had bought it like and they couldn't have done any other way bought it um fucking process the way they do analyze the measurements and then like, just to sell oh. the same shape as Happy Skin Co., i will go fun. to all that effort. And we're like, bro, just come up with an, your own new mold. Like, yeah, so. Fun. But it was yeah, okay. that's too hard to stop. So what we do is anyone that we s- see selling that, we just go to the brand, which is a bit of a pain in the ass because if they were successful at selling the product, um, there would be hundreds, but they're not. And um, we got them taken off Alibaba, so they can only do it, like, through messages and stuff. But if we ever see anyone selling that we're like no fuck you like this is our yeah. patent. do you have
1: like exclusive rights of your manufacturer
0: or um we have deals with, with certain things um yeah and with certain we own certain patents um not every single one but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's just
1: that's scary, it's hard
0: bro. it's hard to fight in china it's yeah but yeah all the nike
1: fake nikes and everything yeah there, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, it's like uh was it troy candy with the snorkel yeah shit. that that's pretty fucked. what's too. that you know like the snorkels like as in like, Yeah, touch like a Corona beer tour, and you just fucking send like it. Like the Shui Vasa
0: kind of thing. Yeah, you see, of Vasa, but like, yeah, not, not an actual Shui. But no, like, like, yeah, yeah,
1: like, yeah. He he made this whole thing, designed the whole thing, mm. sent it to a manufacturer, got it produced, but did he, it he patent it or no? No, he didn't. He didn't own the IP to it, nothing, and then it just fucking. Whenever they yeah. was selling it to everybody. Mm.
0: Like. like Made, he, made he made a
2: lot money. of it But yeah. like he would have made so much But you know it's it,
1: it costs a
0: lot of money and quite a bit of time To pay in something like, And like it really needs to be A clear improvement On the technology that already exists Like it's not It's not easy and it's not cheap to pay in something So yeah, yeah. Tricky
1: yeah. That's
0: crazy. yeah What else, yeah. what other stories you got Before we fucking wrap this up Oh I don't know Anything else
1: I was gonna ask a question but yeah yeah go. what was i gonna say it was um nah like that whole thing is scary to start an econ brand like build a brand around this product mm. and then not knowing if the supplier is going to like cut you. let's say a big company comes in and it's like hey like i want the rights to this product," yeah yeah, yeah. And they just completely shut you off
0: yeah no nah, it's fucking the risk you to take what can you do when you're starting off you don't have a lot of options the, the hope is when you when you do that you can make enough money at the start if that does happen to adjust and start some like Make a new version or start something new. Like a similar thing happened, not from that exact context. But what about we talk about this on air with Raquel? We, that's right, public. Or we
1: didn't. I can't. No, it wasn't. If it wasn't. It okay, wasn't. don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was not public. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah But up. you know what I mean. Yeah, People yeah.
0: can fucking come in and try and steal your shit yeah. left, right, and center. Like it's just part of it. And you know how you're talking about the Amazon FBA stuff, Joe. And, and what we always have a laugh about is there's so many ecom gurus that make it seem so easy. Oh, bro, you just pick a product put your website on, make a couple ads, put your budget and then just watch the sales go in. Uh, they make it seem so easy but I, I feel like Amazon FBA is the worst like that. They make it seem like it's the easiest thing ever. Anyone can do it. You turn it on. Oh, we've got so many customers on Amazon today. It's going to, you're just going to just pick a product, put it on Amazon and you're going to change your life. Yeah. But it was not like that at all, right?
2: No. And like, I didn't even get to the point of selling it at like, I. Oh, you I, made, even... I made all like, Product, everything, created the company, things like that. I just then, it, it got too hard put in, and then mm. I didn't actually go through with it. But the thing with the Amazon FBA, and it could, I see it a lot less people like pushing for it and a lot more of those people moved into just straight like Shopify. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Own e-commerce thing. Because you don't own it on Amazon. Yeah. So like Amazon, and they it's known basically what they do is... You go and create your brand. Amazon says, oh, this is working great. And then they just make the Amazon Basics or the Amazon brand of that. And yeah. then they can just push yours off. Because Amazon, it's PPC. Yeah. So you just have, like, you're just paying to, to be at the top. That's their marketing. Yeah. Then there's all these, like, grey hat things that you do. So you'd be in these groups. And what you do is you go, hey, oh, they used to call it something. It would be like, hey, review for review. So you, everyone, you go pay. So you get like a hundred people yeah. to go buy your products so that pushes mm. up cause the search volume mm-hmm. push it up. You refund them on PayPal. So yeah. you, they don't have to pay for the product. They give you a good review. And so you'd be helping everyone we would be helping each other. Uh, okay. Amazon caught up. Like, I don't know how they, there's a very specific way to do it without getting caught. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, Amazon, like I feel you don't own any, you don't own any of that. Amazon mm. owns it all. They own all the data and then they just make their own. Mm. So like, that's even a lot harder. Yeah, a lot harder than um, e-com. But as well, just on e-com, I think people forget, because now there's so much opportunity, mm. I feel people forget, before Shopify, before any of this, if you wanted to start a business, you're outlaying 50, 100 oh, grand. Oh, fucking like, way more, you were, bro. You like, can't
0: start a business for yeah. most people.
2: So people go, oh, it's hard. Like, you you spent $1,000. Yeah. Like, that... You spend a thousand dollars that's nothing compared to what yeah, brick yeah, yeah. or anything uh-huh. like it's so yeah. easy and it, even if you spend fifty thousand dollars and try 10 20 brands that's not even close to what before any of this technology mm. like that's like I, that's what i just people i feel forget
0: yeah, yeah
1: but, but it's because everybody just keeps selling oh it's so easy it's so easy they go into it blind of like oh bro it's online i get to use online yeah free anyway this whole thing should be free like I'm you can
0: ov- you obviously can change your life through e-commerce sure. but they, there's a process to it like there's 100%. it's not easy like if you're not if you don't put in the work like as as perfectly as we timed this product to market like if there's so many times it could have failed like we're almost five years in business now so many times it could have failed even in the first year everything's going right like like there was one time remember um this was the first time we had a scary issue like this i was out i was at um i remember this for some reason i was coming back from Kujipav. pav must have been someone's a birthday or something (laughs) and uh george called me and he goes i was on a sunday afternoon he goes oh like oh bro got got gotten up like got some news for you and, he, and i had no idea he's like i've been freaking out i didn't want to call you and tell you until it was done but like that was the first time we we imported like in a big bulk um and then customs had all these questions and like it was just a matter of giving them information and stuff but he's like bro they like it was, was the first time having something held at customs and when it's your first time having any of these issues you're freaking out it's the end of the world um but yeah what, what was the point of that what was i saying before that I like to how say. how hard it is to start e oh. I don't know
2: how easy it is to start
0: e-commerce. Yeah, yeah, There's so many fucking problems you have to overcome, yeah. man. Like And like, that's why I really think it's best if you're starting a business. I mean, do what you want, but to, it's there's a lot of advantages to doing it with someone because the amount of investment you need in terms of cash, it's 50% each, so it's less of your total yeah. net worth. You have two, two different brains over the two different skill sets to get through it, and you keep pushing each other through it because there's so many times, bro, like I remember man you just like it's business is tough and you will be working at like fucking 2.30 in the morning one day and you think Fuck, why do i do this and now i, I really remember i really understand i think I, I said this when we had sam on the podcast a little while back um robin williams had a quote i've quoted this a couple of times like only act you should only be an actor or only act if you need to act and i'm like oh no it needs to act but then i thought about that like why do i put myself through that this with, with business like, I'd, I'd love it but there's times where it's fucking hard like it's like way longer hours, way more stress and pressure. But it's like, okay, whether you love that, or hate, it, it's just part of it. Like you, you enjoy it. You learn to love. It. I learned to love the harder parts, but it's like, okay, what's the the flip side? Like go, go, go get a job. I'm like, Oh, I can't, I have to, I have to be in business. I have to have a business. So that's where I get that, uh, that, that, um, that analogy, that saying, um, let's start to wrap it up. Looking back, a couple last things, like talking about all these fucking things we've had to overcome along the way. Looking back we'll go both of you one at a time uh, if there's like one thing you could have changed or done differently in your journey in, in business career what 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 would it have been
1: what would you have changed for me it would be to make mistakes sooner not yeah. to not to be a perfectionist yeah. just fucking do it and you'll learn the lesson yeah like if you keep holding back and you keep overthinking it, and I still do it to this day I still overthink yeah. a lot of shit but bro if you just fucking do it and learn the lesson and just fight the fight yeah makes the whole thing easier. Mm. Yeah, that's for me. I
2: agree, I agree, yeah. Um, For me, it would just be start sooner. Like, start start sooner because there were so many times where I didn't think with, like, let's say for e-com. So many times I started brands and then, like, I would stop. And, like, if I'd started so much sooner with, let's say, Saks, which was the first thing that, you know, popped off, Mm. if I'd started sooner i would have made a lot more mistakes and also back then look at hindsight yeah facebook was a lot better back then i would have made a lot more money but yeah, yeah, just yeah. just having the belief in myself to start sooner i yeah i wish i sort of sort of backed myself a bit more and, and started mm. started soon i would be the one for me
1: and not to give a fuck as well about like what other people think mm. right if i kept going with youtube yeah bro, i had a video blow up and everybody memes it my whole school memed me yeah it. yeah but i was like Bro, I'm making money off this yeah. shit. Like, how how old were you when you made the video? Oh uh, it was in 2012. I don't know, 13. Yeah. It was like a Minecraft video. You, yeah, you saw yeah nowhere, I like, know what the video is. And, and I'm, it clip this and put it. No, <laughs> <No. fucking> <laughs> <laughs> and how many views did it get? Oh, uh, like 5.2 mil, bro. Yeah, and it, back crazy. then, YouTube was paying half this decent money. Yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah. The way I stumbled across the payment. Yeah. It's crazy. I was like, oh, it was only, I was 100 bucks. I'm like, oh, this is mad. Like 100 mm-hmm. bucks. But then when I actually went through, and set up the AdSense, it was like 2,000 mm-hmm. dollars. I'm 13. Made $2,000 from what? A fucking video.
0: Yeah. How long did it take you to film as well? Like a day? You bro, did everything it was up? like a, an hour. Yeah, I was just yeah. mucking around, yeah. bro.
1: And yeah, bro, if I wish, I, if I could go back, I wish I rode the wave. Mm. I wish I just jumped on and didn't give a fuck what, what my, people in my school were saying, what my friends thought. And I just wish I started pushing YouTube more. Mm. Well, did we say yours, Joe? Yeah. What was, was it? Was. Fuck,
0: there's so many things, bro. There's so many things. Um,. Not listening to that advice that i that i had before um bringing my cousin in earlier which we, it was already pretty early but fucking mm-hmm. saved us so much money um some uh, some things i can't say on on camera um but kind of allude to in in some of the content we have coming up um but one thing one thing that really in terms of my career not just happy skincare that i wish i did sooner for sure is i wish i started properly like from like I, cause I, I, I'm the type of guy I hate all that. There's so many fucking gurus and everyone wants to give you advice and everyone's an e-commerce master. There's fucking every 18 year old, 19 year old, 20 year old's a life coach, all that stuff. I think it's so stupid and I hate it. And I let that, um, deter me from properly investing in putting out content because the, the people I look up to, I like compare myself. Like I said, when we put out content, if I think it's good, like I'm comparing myself to Gary V, hormozzi like I'm comparing myself to the best of the best. Whereas like for, I, I had an authority or not authority, a right to speak about it so much sooner. Like if I just let go of that fucking uh, belief that I had, that I didn't want to be another one of those people, if I started putting out content and sharing the whole journey along the way um, from fucking, from the start, imagine documenting the whole Happy Skin Co journey live on socials and everything, bro, would have fucking blown up, could have done so many amazing things with like this, this platform that I'm obviously the most passionate about as well, business of course and e-com but like education and like sh- public speaking and content creation and and, and documenting and, and that sort of stuff i think that's the main one looking back now if i could have done that um would have been fucking the best but you, you don't like that's what we're talking about fuck i wish i went from day one on tiktok hard but it's like i had so many other things i was caring about yeah. then i had so many other things i needed to focus on like if i was going to do that who knows if happy skin co would have been as successful as it was because i had to focus on what I had to then. And it's always easy in hindsight to say, oh, I wish I did this. wish I did that. Um, but yeah, all we can do is let the information and the lessons make us make better decisions in the future. So that's what I'm like. Okay. Yeah, sweet. I'm not missing the next thing. Clubhouse. I'm all in. Clubhouse went nowhere. <laughs> but the next one, don't worry. I'll go early. And that's the thing. I, and I was fucking working with Gary Vee that whole time as well. And he's yeah. like, yeah, but I'm like, I just didn't have time. He's like, bro, hire a personal assistant like yeah but anyway i didn't want to be like that guy like 20 fucking sure him, personal assistant. Oh, i
2: know i would have been there probably messaging at the same time saying let me come and film you yeah i know
0: yeah so that would have been another one and and last question like for people for 2023 if you had no money uh, or like barely any money um like what what type of business do you think you would start now a
1: oh, service-based business I yeah would, I'll, i mean play on your skills. Yeah. So it would definitely be in videography. I would still be yeah. pushing that, but yeah. actually pushing it and not sitting there waiting for people to come to me. Like, oh, I've done a video, put some effort in. Yeah. Oh, and, and leads are just going to come in. People are going to come knocking on my door because I'm Yui Films or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I would actually put in effort and just, buy yeah, your service base bro. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah,
2: okay, yeah. For me, 100% still, and probably still for the next 10 years, I would go get a job packing shelves Ooh. to get money coming in. And fucking start an econ brand. Yeah. Like, still, it is so early. Like, I know we talk about Facebook and all that, but it is still so, so
0: early in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would be just going ham on that. that yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Quite bit My advice to people would be would be that for sure. It's to still start an ecom brand. For me personally, though, if I had this knowledge, and it's like, it's so easy to say. Like, once you've made a bit of money, it's easy to say money doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But it's like and and i think it's really good econ brand you can make if tens of thousands of profit is, is is enough to change your life that's amazing if hundreds of thousands or millions that's the best way to make life-changing money is that look service-based starting an agency is really good but then are you good enough to build that skill that you're going to sell off that's the other challenge mm. but for me really like if money didn't matter which you know is kind of manipulating the question a bit like I, I would do this full-time. I would teach in, in, in some way, shape, or form, whether it be mindset, business, whatever it be, but this stuff I could do all day for free. I'd like st- fucking start a podcast, all that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? And just bootstrap. I'd do it all myself and let and that, that grind ride that wave. Um, Yeah. So there so we go. A fucking, what a Halloween episode. I don't know. What the fuck is going on here? We just wanted <laughs> to have some fun. Um, But yeah, there we go. Fucking let's wrap it up. Uh, there no, we go. Thanks, you, thanks guys. Done. <laughs>